Welcome to a very special episode of All Talk FC. Uh, is Ole in or Ole out? Leeds are a shambles. Tottenham are top of the league and hell has frozen over. We've got a game from Danny and we've got the rest of our usual stuff. Let's go. Arsenal currently losing against Aston Villa, but we've got some good news. Joe Biden's in, so we're all saved. Way. Well, well, also you'd be pleased to know Spurs are no longer top of the league. Top of the league has changed three times today. Oh wow! It was Aston Villa, I guess, until the end of this game. No, it's Leicester now. Leicester, Leicester. one. Yeah. Oh, Leicester one. Hey, there we go. You know, it was funny. I was actually thinking for my game later. I was going to use my tiebreaker and ask you who is top of the league. Because it's been changing so much, I wasn't. Sure. I, I, I bet that you two wouldn't know. I, well, I, I don't know if we would I have did. gotten away with not looking at the league table. Because I know someone was saying Leicester have had eight penalties in the eight games they've played this season. Oh my and goodness! They seem to have. Uh, they get away with the uh, without the abuse that Man United and Liverpool seem to get for getting so many penalties. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Do you know what? That's a good start. Did you watch any of the games today, guys? I watched, I watched match today, so I've seen the game from yesterday. I and guess... I do you know what? Well, this, yeah, this West Brom Tottenham was, an, was pay-per-view. So yeah, yeah. I didn't watch that. I, I paid for that, so that's why I watched that. Did you actually? Yeah. Wow. There's no way you paid for that. Not that anyone can see. Yeah, yeah I paid for it. Of course I did. And I'm paying <laughs> yeah. for this Arsenal game too in a booster package. Do you know what? It explains why if Jamie Vardy's top of the golden boot chart, if they've had eight penalties, he would be, he would be top, top. He's joint top at the moment, but he'd be top, top if uh, he hadn't missed one today. Top, top. Well, would you lot make it a new hand? Is it a new handball rule or is it just VAR? But... It's a new offside rule. It's, it's like a new... Well, there is a new handball. So the, they changed handball to be not handball where your, sleeve, where your short sleeve finishes, which is why Bamford could be offside because technically... You can now score with that part of your arm. But it's nonsense. So this uh, is a joke. Well, um, do you think though? So today you saw, um, uh, Man, was it Man City? They got awarded a penalty, didn't they, for handball? Yeah, but those you get seen a lot. So the ones where they're now booting them in, like they're crossing it. That was Joe Gomez, right? They, they're crossing, yeah. it and they're yeah. the arms sort of even if it's in natural position by the side, if it touches the arm in any way and stops the ball, they're giving it. I have I have less problem about that because that they've set the president for that. Everyone knows it's a bit unlucky, but the ball's travelled far enough that it's hit me yeah. up. This and, this you've, and you've gained good. advantage. Yeah, exactly. You are stopping. Yeah, you are gaining advantage. This is just this decision for Bamford's goal to be disallowed. It's a shame because it was a great goal as well. It's just it's just ludicrous. Like what what's the point? He's so far on the side. The commentary is brilliant as well because uh, um, the commentator goes. Uh, uh, like when they when they're celebrating, he's like, um, um, "At least you know that's not offside." And then the yeah. check comes in. He's like, "What?" Yes, I know it. it oh, it's a joke. And the thing is, that's like um, game changing goals as well. That would have made it one one. And you're like, obviously, Chris thinks Leeds will go down. I think Leeds will finish top ten. And goals like that could be the difference. Like that's. They've ended up being hammered by Palace, but a one-one, it's a different game. So, and, um, do you know? I, yeah. I know you're going to keep harping on on VAR and stuff, but um, Lineker actually had it quite right on the match of the day. He was like, as soon as them dots start coming up out of the ground, it's game over. Like when they start using that as a measurement point, you know uh-huh, that yeah. they're going to call it offside. But even like even the way that they measured it with those lines, I don't even know what the hell they're for. And it was it. It still looked onside. There, there was not one aspect of that where you can look at it and think any football in person should be able to look at that and say this is onside. I just it's 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 strange on what the directives they're being given because I'm sure the referees aren't trying to um, mess up the games. And I'm they, as much as I hate football referees, I, they, there's just no way that they're making uh, mistakes this big if the directives weren't given so. Because th- anyone with two sets of eyes, even one eye. Would be able to see that. But the the yeah, flip side of that, I, 
Imagine, imagine they didn't give that as offside. Imagine they gave the goal. You telling me they're going to get in trouble for giving that goal? No one would have even thought to check it. No one, no one would. Have, yeah, no one. That one, no one would have thought to check. Well, there and, was an um, instance. There was an instance today where they were showing um, the uh, wherever they do the VAR checks, um, and they had the guy running it, explaining something to one of the referees and potentially saying that he made a mistake. So they'll probably get told off like in office. I don't know how many times they'll get suspended and stuff like that. You know, referees probably do get judged on certain things. And if they, they're ba- they, they must, there must be some kind of like performance base that they have to meet or, or they measure them by whether they're going to be, you know, refereeing games and what have you. So I, I don't know if there is the same thing for VAR, but it should be if there isn't. Yeah. I, I think there's little things they really could have done just to make one, sell it more. So like. Sell what more? One. The, the software so like one issue with this VAR offside rule is you can clearly see that software is a load of crap yeah. and it's like they're saying you can score with the top part of your arm where the sleeve goes if you look at the Bamford offside one pixel of their dotted line is bigger than the sleeve area he could score with so you're like he's drawing a line where the right hand side of the square he could score with in the left-hand side of the square. He can't because the, the dot's too big for the screen. And it's like, it, you can, you, you just have to look at it and be like, okay, I don't, this software is not up to scratch. Well, where... They've said that a lot because it, it's not just that. It's also the rate of, of um, the rate of frames, mm. because you're also going to account for the fact that someone's moving and that the frame rate isn't quick enough to catch the, they're claiming it's like got to be exact. But the amount of inches per second or whatever that it takes for someone to move within a frame is more than the difference yeah. calling off. So the whole thing is ridiculous. The whole thing is just nonsense. Oh. And this is the kind of stuff that good software could make it quicker. So like you'll have a frame where the ball is touching the foot of the guy who passes it. And then you'll have a frame where the ball is off their foot. Because when because what, what never gets mentioned is the time when do they stop the frame? So when the picture we get, we like, oh, he looks on side. We're like, well, we're not. I'm not even convinced they've stopped it at the right point. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and there is a, a a room for error there. So it's like it should be the moment the ball's left the foot of the the passer. But yeah, even that leaves room for error, as you say. That the frame rates. So it should be like if he's offside on both frames. So it's like, is he offside before the ball leaves and is he offside after? Because you, you'll never get a perfect... It, it, yeah, you, as you say, like because of frame rates, it should be... You should almost have two offsides, isn't it? This frame and this frame, because we know if he's offside on both, he was offside in between. Yeah, so, which you know what I thought, and I don't know why. I mean, maybe there's a good reason why they haven't done it, but I always thought, at least for the you know, top-level sports, I don't understand why like, not in like the final third of a football pitch... They can just have a line of unmanned cameras just on, you know, like the middle stanchion, just so they can take shots from, you know, from like twenty different cameras in a line and, and judge it that way. I don't understand why they can't do that. They just have to have the one or two cameras that are on one side of the stadium. It makes no sense to me. There's loads of stuff yeah. they can do from the technology, but it's not like they haven't got the money. I'm sure there's tons of technology options. I imagine it's incredible. Well, Chris has just given them thirty quid just on today's games. Do you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's highly political allowing which company does what, you know, like think about the tender that went out, which for Hawkeye and all the other companies to do mm. the all over the line stuff. It'll be, it'll be so much red tape to go through to try and get some new tech company on board to do stuff that I imagine they don't do anything particularly quickly or efficiently, but there you go. We're stuck with it. It's going to keep going. We'll have more arguments every week about handballs, yeah. offsides, you name it. Till they get it right, but I think I agree. It's the technology more so than the refs, even though they're not great either. They should mm. just use their brains. Well, let's talk more about some football. Um, Mark, I th- I think you're incredibly wrong about Leeds making the top ten. Um, I don't. I just they, think that. they've conceded the most goals in the Premier League. Have you seen them defensively? They're just they're just abysmal. Like we could talk about how good their attacking prowess is and how creative they can be and and you know they've got they've clearly got a decent goal scorer in Bamford who's who's um you know he's he's high on confidence at the moment. But defensively, when you just look at it, they are an absolute mess. They they seem to have no shape. They seem to like lack 
uh, communication as well. Like they're not talking to each other. And I don't think, I think in the Premier League, I'm not, they're probably not going to go down. Maybe I'm being a bit hyperbolic, but I said it earlier once, so I'm going to stay with that take. They're going down. And, um, but top 10, I think it's going to be, I don't know. I mean, it is so up and down in the league, but they're not very good defensively. And I think they're going to be um, in a poor position for that. You know, they're on the same, I think they're on the same points as Man United at the moment, or one point behind. Um, I mean, that's not a good thing, is it? But No, I'm just saying, it's not like they're a million miles behind. I think they're six points off the top of the league, probably. Six or seven points top top of the league. Yeah, but we we didn't do a, everything we, is so close. Yeah, we didn't do a pod. We didn't do a pod last week, but you're getting thumped. You can see the four goals in two get uh, eight goals in two games. Four against Leicester, four against Crystal Palace, who aren't the strongest sides in the world. Yeah, but you're talking about a, a season where Man City left lost five to uh, Leicester. Aston Villa scored seven against Liverpool. You, people are scoring goals for fun at the moment. I think. Uh, yeah, especially against Leeds. Leeds. Is that Leeds have? Uh, Leeds create lots of chances and they have decent goal scorers so they will score plenty I know they'll concede but they'll score plenty whereas you look at Sheffield United who are scoring loads uh, conceding loads and won't score you look at Fulham you look at West Brom you look at Burnley you look at all these tides who are conceding loads and they're not going to score goals you know, they only need a handful more and boom Leeds are in top 10 it's not going to take much mm. Mark? Yeah I, I... I just think when you look at the table, it's too early. Like, yeah, they aren't level with United, but we got a game in hand. It's. I still think they'll 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 go top ten. Like, if if you have a team who's struggling to defend versus struggling to score, it's easier to fix defense than it. And yeah. Leeds are scoring goals, so I agree with that. It'd be easier for them to to stop leaking them than it is to try and find goals, which there's a lot of teams in the league which I see struggling to get goals. Can we shout out Roy Hodgson, though? Because he does he's, all, he's spent his career getting a lot of flack, but actually the way Palace was set up yesterday, the way they played, was spot on to how you should play a Bielsa team. It's exactly... like It's almost like, unfortunately, they've worked Leeds out pretty quickly. Uh, and they played. They brought in Eze, and they played Eze with Zaha, and they, they played with loads of width, loads of pace on the break. And they knew there was just tons and tons of space for that ball over the top every time, and they used it. And Eze was was really impressive. I liked him. Eze is very good, isn't he? See that free kick? There's something about a free kick going in off the bar. Just oh, yeah. so yeah. nice. Yeah, very nice. Very nice. It was quite a soft one, I thought. Like it went in off the bar, but it wasn't like a bullet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what makes it even better. Is it was placed. And still went in off the bar. So that needs goalie looks all over the place though, don't he? He looks like a kid. Ah, uh, he 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 does not look good. I I don't understand. They had two <clears> pretty <throat> decent keepers. Strange that they brought him in. He looks about twelve as well, which is odd. Yeah, he was like crashing into the posts, hitting, hitting off the stuff. <laughs> I was like, this guy. Yeah, at least two he of the goals really he, little, he could have done. He looks really yeah. little, like really skinny, and I don't know. He just doesn't look like a goalie at all. Well, who's got worse body control, him or Pat, um, uh, Pickford? <laughs> Because Pickford yeah. is between between them, they are a pair. Yeah, a pair of what? I don't know yet. <laughs> um, are we? Uh, I don't know if we if I've asked this question to you both properly, but is it Ole in or Ole out? Shake it all about. Well, he's in. Like the 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 hype he's getting compared to like other managers doing very he's similar racial. Jobs. Uh, yeah, definitely. Like, it's uh, definitely racial. It's uh, all these racialists coming in for, for Ole. Uh, did you see his interview? But, but did you see the debate last week on Sky Sports? Uh, who was it? It was Tim Cahill and Roy Keane. Yeah. And Roy Keane was talking about <laughs> these guys. Do me a favour about Arteta. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, he was like, oh, Arteta seems to be getting it easy. They've lost similar amount of games, especially if they lose now. And Tim Cahill was like, yeah, but every time Arsenal lose, Arteta knows why they've lost and he knows it, where Oli doesn't have a clue. And I was like, "How? what kind of punditry is that? It's like, yeah. oh yeah, it's okay when Arteta loses because he knows why they lost. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay. I, I was like, this is, well, he's, he's you guys probably- meant to provide some insight. What he's trying to say really poorly, I think, which is what he should have said, is what what you can see Arteta is trying to do. Arteta is playing a certain way. He's trying to set Arsenal up 
in a certain formation to play a certain way. And every single game, Arsenal look quite similar. You can see they're trying to build... Now, whether it's right or wrong, whether it's working or not, is something else, but he is trying something and he's trying to do the same thing. And when they lose, I think what he means is he's, probably, he's going, well, obviously that didn't work because of this way that they're trying to play. Whereas with Man United, if you look at the games this season, we've gone from beating Red Bull 5-0 to losing Shiksa here to... Like and and the, we've gone from a diamond to a three at the back. To like smash PSG with three at the back. Next game went back to four at the back and lost. And then next game go to diamond and win. And then next game go back to three. I think his point is I'm, I'm not saying Oli's doing a bad job at all. Although if we if we had lost today, it would be the worst start I think in like 60 years or something. But um, I just think it's about the consistency and he's chopping and changing the team. Like can you name the first starting eleven? I don't know. I think that's where people's problem is, but I think it's hard. It, the treatment he is getting is definitely harsh because Lampard's had a couple of good wins now, but was just as bad, you know, first few games. Pep's hardly doing, hardly setting the world alight with his City team. So I think I think it's just going to be one of those seasons where we're going to have a close title race and hopefully, hopefully there'll be, you know, a really good end with some teams like Leicester's and Wolves and whoever who might even stand a chance. Yeah, the thing with that I see from Man United, like you said, in terms of a way of playing, he tends to just put the players out there and it's like he's almost hoping that Fernandez has a good game because there doesn't seem to be a particular way of, a, a particular style. And what? Go on. See, that's why I think it's the opposite. Like, he chops and changes based on the opposition. Yeah. Whereas you say with Arteta, he'll play the same team. Arsenal regularly only get like four shots on goal. Like they're they're heavily reliant on Aubameyang being a decent finisher, and uh, it's like well, actually, Oli does change it depending on who they're playing. So, like to be like, oh, he just puts the guys out there is actually the opposite because he is like, okay, we're we're going to set up a diamond against this team. We're going to play three at the back against this team. So it's not a case of just playing the same players and being like, all right, go out there and just play. Like mm. he does seem to set up differently against like different teams. So. One thing is Arsenal. I think I'm right saying. I think Arsenal have the second best defensive record in the league at the moment, which is just crazy, really. But they've only conceded like a few goals. I think five, six goals, maybe. Yeah, but if they've you watch Arsenal, they've, play, they've they conceded eight goals. No, you're right. They don't create. I've watched a few Arsenal games, and I, I, it's kind of what Cahill said. You can see exactly what they're trying to do. They're just not quite executing it. And you're right, they're not creating that many chances because a lot of it is about build-up from the back. And they are quite solid. You can see why they don't concede goals because they keep them in possession. But they're just in the final third, they don't seem to be able to make it work. They can't seem to get between the lines. They can't get... I don't know if it's just because Party and Ceballos, I don't know if they're good enough, I don't know what, but they can't seem to get that end product out of the, the style he's trying to play. Well, it looks like that Arteta's almost like two-thirds of the way there. Maybe next year he'll, he'll start addressing the attack, but he's... Very much working from the back, uh, uh, from the back four, and then trying to all back three or whatever you want to call it, um, and trying to work his way up the pitch. So maybe by next season, he'll address the attack and stop actually yeah. just focusing on passing out the maybe, back. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe they've, that they've literally been focusing on not conceding because that's what they've been doing for the last five years. Yeah, uh, and then build from there. Maybe I don't know, but um, you said Southampton a real deal. I mean, they're looking. Are they? Well, now they've lost Danny Ings for six to eight weeks. That's, oh. that's a big not that win yesterday or whenever it was Friday. Newcastle, yes, Friday. That was a that was a really good win for them. Um, they're just a, they're just a really all round solid mm-hmm. team. They don't really have any like incredible standout players. They're just a great team playing a certain way that works. Well, for them. What, what your boy Ward Prowse, he's pretty decent. He is good. He hits a free kick like no one else. He is he is good. He, but... Yeah, he's by far the best free kick taker in the. In the league, he's quite the statement. He's unbelievable. I don't think there's anyone even close. Like, wow, not Madison. even De Bruyne. <laughs> De Bruyne, Madison, no. they're both close, definitely. Eze, after yesterday, no. he clearly yeah. had a free kick on him. Yeah, I'm sure De Bruyne scored a free kick about three years ago. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's there. You're like, yeah, you talk about <laughs> set delivery, De Bruyne is up there for sure. Ziyech, well, if you're going to compare across then, yeah, but there's. Just, Ward Prowse, if he gets a free kick anywhere near the area, you're like, there is a legitimate chance this is going in. Yeah. 
Well, like, I remember when William used to have that. It used to be if like, oh, if William gets it anywhere within thirty yards of the goal, he's probably going to score from here. I don't know what happened there, but well, what World Prowse seems to have in his free kick is like a bit of touch. You know what I mean? You've got some players that doesn't matter how close or how far it is, they're just going to smash it the same way. You know, like David Luiz always tries to take free kicks the exact same. But Ward Prowse, you know, if he's just sort of outside the box, he's got the ability to float it just over the wall. So, I mean, he's, he's got a bit of curl in it as well. He seems to have a bit more, um, I don't know, control over, what, over the free point? kick. Does he get called up to the England team? Because it's not like we've got a wealth of midfielders going on at the moment. Well, I was just going to ask, like, what's what's James Ward-Prowse's peak? Yeah. <laughs> so Grealish made the team. Obviously, the team got announced this week. Um, the team for the Six Nations coming up against Belgium. And I see, I saw Foden got back in, but Greenwood hasn't. Uh, but there's still no Madison. There's no, no Ward-Prowse, but Grealish has... Well, Madison's just coming back from injury, so that's probably due to that. Maybe, but he's played two, two four games now yeah. in a row. Should, I mean, what is up. what is someone like Warpass's peak then? Do you think he's still got more to go? Do you think he'll play for a bigger team, a better squad? No, I think he's perfect where he is. Uh, he's captain of that team, and he's is exactly what they need. He gets to dominate free kicks, dominate midfield. Like he was never a midfielder. He was always like a um, a right wing forward or a left wing forward. That was where he always played when he was in his early twenties. And now somehow, like Hasselhoff has put him as this centre mid, and he's just he's just awesome at it. I think he's a centre mid to me. Yeah, he is now. For yeah. sure he's a centre mid. But that's never where he used to get played. I thought you were going to say something. I haven't looked so. at it. I haven't seen the England squad. <laughs> I'm just going to get out. Go on, get out then. Um, it's, it's exactly... It's about who's not in it. It's, it's, it's exactly as you yeah. It's not a squad announcement if we don't get angry about who's missing. <laughs> Um, um, you know what? I'm laughing. James Ward Prowse is in it. I've just seen it. <laughs> <laughs> How dare he? Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> Gareth like, Southgate. Quality. All right, I take it all back. Gareth Southgate is a genius. So, um, the Manchester Manchester City Liverpool game was like a game of one half. The second half was so piss poor. Oh, do you know I'm so, so glad bad. I missed the second half. I'm Did glad. You? That. Yeah, it wasn't the most exciting game, was it? First half was good. It's not bad. I mean, um, the Bruyne missing that se- uh, second penny is absolutely a nightmare. Um, but they probably, I think a draw was a, a good result for both teams. I don't think either one really sort of put their hand up and decided they wanted to take that game over. What do you make it's, of the, the Fab Four now? Now there's four of them that Liverpool are going to play. Yeah, well, uh, they were talking about um, Bobby maybe losing his place. I mean, I think he's still got a place in there. I don't know if um I don't think they actually have to rush Jotter in because I don't I feel like if they took Firmino out, it would seem the balance would seem quite weird because who's yeah. going to play directly up front? Jota's more likely to take over Mane or Salah's place, but I don't know if if he kind of warrants that either. I think it's just just play as they go, whoever's fit on the day kind of thing. Don't forget they had Coutinho once upon a time. They used to have a four. So it used to be Salah, Mane, Firmino and Coutinho. Yeah, well, Coutinho weren't all that, though. Yeah. So. Well, back when Coutinho was there, he I actually feel like he was holding back the rest. Yeah. he was like the greedy one of them. And then when he left, they became a less selfish three. Right? Yeah. But yeah, today showed they could easily play the four. Like... But is it going to help? Have six, six defenders and four attackers, isn't it? It's the same, it's exactly the same reason with Coutinho. Is that going to help them if they have four attackers? Does that does that mess the balance up? That's what I'm wondering. Uh, I think Jota's a bit more um, a bit more giving than than Coutinho ever was. You know, Coutinho was and he showed more he showed in the Champions League if you put him through, oh, he's going to finish it. Clinical, yeah, clinical. I thought he was supposed to take over Shakiri's place, but I'm clearly not. What, on the bench, you know who I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what I, I saw from today's game is how bad Sterling's got. Yeah. Like he's there was just one chance he should have squared it to Jesus to to have like a shot, pretty much at an open goal, and he shot straight at Allison. And I was just like, it's just so selfish. It's like you're playing so bad, you're playing quite selfish, like. If I when I think of Pep Guardiola teams, I always think of them being unselfish and actually pass the ball into the net. And he just I don't know, he just looks so awful at the minute. But there's something up with this Man City side. Um there is, isn't there? What is it? It, it they just don't seem there's there doesn't seem to be much joy. I mean De Bruyne 
probably doesn't look like he enjoys most games, but it's just some it's a level of flatness, not not uh, much of a cohesiveness. There doesn't seem to be any pleasure uh, in the way that they're playing football. And I don't know if it's, you know, is it one of them things where a manager's been at a place for too long and they're just kind of, they're just sick of his shit, you know what I mean? Like Sort of like Mourinho does where he can only really be at a team for about two, three, four seasons before they're like, all right, we've had enough of this guy. Um, I certainly couldn't be around Pep all that time. He'd probably dislocate a few arms the way he yanks players, do you know what I mean? But uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, it's hard to know without actually knowing the insights, but there's something up with them, that's for sure. Yeah. And I just, I'm looking at that starting lineup today, and I'm just oh. like, Rodri, Gundogan, De Bruyne is the midfield three, Torres, Jesus, and Sterling. And you're like, is that a Galactico like attacking team? That yeah. Half a billion pound squad right there. Uh, you can't. Probably, probably close. Well, he'll be close to a billion. Yeah, and that that on oh, paper, just, just on paper, that's no better than United's team at all. You put Rashford, you put Martial, put um, Pogba, put Van der Beek, you put Bruno. They could all get in that team. But on paper, the likes of Rodri and Gundogan, and I mean, who's like what? They're not any better. Man City doesn't have that fear as well. There's no. Like, I can't imagine teams are looking at and being like, oh, no, Man City's rolling into town. We really need to yeah. watch ourselves and, and, you know, put 11 men behind the ball. Most teams are going to look at this team now and think, oh, we could actually get a point here or two. But that's um, the difference this season. We used to say that a couple of seasons back. It was just so frustrating watching City games because you'd have people like, I don't know, like, Southampton or Sheffield United, and they, they would turn up and, all, and you knew they were basically just going to try and not lose by five or six. Yeah. And they were happy to lose three or four because that kept their goal defence down. That's not happening at all anymore. But that, that is what was happening at one point, for sure. Yeah, they've scored scary. That like, Man City have only scored 10 goals this season. Mm. Do you know what, though? That is, uh... Fuck them. I don't give a shit. Good yeah. for them. No, let's hope it's a bit, a bit of a mix-up up on the top top four, top five. Like, Who would you like to see at, like... at, the top of, at the top of the league at the end of the season, though, really? Right, who, who's Man really I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> outside of Man United, uh, if I Leicester, Wolves, South, Southampton, Southampton, mm. I'd love Southampton to win the league. That'd be imagine, cool. imagine, um, imagine that. Yeah. That'd oh, be insane. Chris, are you watching the Arsenal game? Uh, I am indeed. Yeah, I'm just gonna gonna be silent for a moment until I see your reaction. Well, I, well it's just it's terrible. Why are you watching it? I've just seen a. I've just had a goal notification. I'm wondering how uh, far behind you are. Um, I'm on the 70th minute, so uh, don't, don't, Danny. What have you done? Now you've taken me right out of this pod. Are you sure? I'm just well, wait and see. It's the 72nd. It's the 72nd minute that he scored, so oh, you're clearly behind. Yeah, uh, Arsenal. See, we we do. We had a great performance last week in the Auto FC derby and make Man United look like some chumps, and now we're going to lose against fucking Villa. Jesus Christ. Villa are a good side. They destroyed Liverpool. But, on but look on the upside. Arteta, Arteta knows exactly why you're losing. Let's look at the positives here. So, he'll be able to tell you exactly where it went wrong. You know, it's interesting with this Villa side because it's, it. you know, I think it's very easy when you look at a player like Grealish and be like, oh, he's such a good player. But he's playing for a team that's battling relegation each year. Whereas this season, it's like he's playing such an influential part in a team that's doing well. And it's good to see that young English players, or young players in general, actually have the ability to... Oh, for fuck's sake, honestly. Just in the garden. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ. And it and I, 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 all I know is that Ross Barkley got an assist just then. So yeah, he did. There was a great gonna, assist as I'm well. I'm going to go with... Uh, Oli, Oli Watkins. That was a good signing. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, but it's uh, yeah, just about Grealish really. It's nice to see that at least he has a, the ability to kind of lift his team up and 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 get them performing well because he is pulling strings there. Barkley looks excellent. It looks like he's really found a, a home and a kinship with some of the players that are on that side. How old is Barkley now? Because I feel like he should be thirty-two. Do you know what I mean? I feel like he's been around forever. Yes, twenty-six. He's twenty-six. He, uh, he just feel like he's been around forever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's because he came on the scene early with Everton. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, of course. But, um, yeah, he's in his prime. That's why he looks so good. He's in his prime. Well, hopefully he starts to play a bit well because uh, 
his potential, at least at the beginning, was that he's, he's going to be a fantastic player. So we'll see how that goes. But funnily enough, I yeah. don't think Barkley's in the England squad. Fucking stupid. Uh, no, he probably needs to do a little bit more to get back in. Yeah, yeah much, I, much more. I think I think he has to get a bit more. Then you've got Harry Winks in there, and then Harry Winks doesn't even really play these days. All right, go on. Some name the uh, name the um, England team so we can get outraged. Uh, well, the, the midfielders you've got Phil Foden, Jordan Henderson, Jack Grealish. What a weird place Brown, to start. Declan Rice, James Ward-Prowse, and Harry Winks. Well, because the defenders are the defenders. Like you could probably name them without looking. They're the obvious defenders. Maguire is terrible, defenders. isn't he? Maguire is terrible, isn't he? And Maguire had a really good game against Everton yesterday. Yeah, I know he's terrible. the best. In the world, he's but... terrible, isn't he? Um, and then up front, you've got Tammy Abraham, Calvert Lewin, Harry Kane, Rashford, Sancho, and Sterling. So is Vardy if... still in international retirement? Yeah, he's he's not coming um, back. He seems to be. He, playing he's angle. basically like, yeah, he's basically on the. Uh, if you want me to play for England, I need to come and start. Otherwise, don't bother. But I think he's right because England don't. England won't play to Vardy's strengths, and he knows that. But Leicester are built around Vardy. When he doesn't play, Leicester are a different team because they're built to play with him. England are not built like that, and that's why Dominic Calvert-Lewin, when he comes into the England team, just fits because the way England play, they need a big man up front. They need or, or someone that can hold up the ball. Then you know they don't play like someone running because nine times out of ten we're gonna be playing a minnow who's just sitting back and trying not to concede. Vardy's not good, no good to that. Um, there's been another goal in the Arsenal game. Can you stop Ooh. this, Dan, please? We'll get an oh, update yeah. five minutes really... from Chris. I'll end this There's right been now. a goal, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, to who? Tell us about it. <laughs> Tell us about it, Chris. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah. Um, I want Watkins in my t- That's my sub for next week. That's annoying. Never mind. Is it? Well, in two weeks, three weeks time or whatever it is, we're going yeah, to international break. Should we talk about fantasy football? Um, talk about fantasy football. Why fantasy football? Because we've, it's one of our one of our segments that we do every week. Sure, go for it then. That was, that was all I had to say. Oh, well, well done. Nice up this week. End of end of conversation. Well, that's basically what you wanted to do, isn't it? You wanted to just well, I decided you want to bring it in. Point. I spent about twenty minutes earlier looking. Wow. Um, who are you um, going to bring in then? I'm going to be bringing in Ziek, obviously. Of course. For who? Uh, for Los Celso. Oh, that is just poor, poor goalkeeping. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, you've seen the goal. Well, we know it's not Aston Villa's goalkeeper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is the battle of the keepers. And unfortunately, you've got one world-class keeper on Aston Villa's side and you've got a bang average keeper on us. I love this every week. Right? Every it's week. true. Come on. <laughs> You didn't know who he was before last season, then. Yeah, and then but I saw him play, and I could tell you there and then he was your best keeper. We knew after that first game he was your best keeper. And but, you know um, that you know that Arsenal's going to score some fucking uh, injury time goal just to take away my clean sheet, just to make the stay even worse. But you've got him in your team, you know. I do indeed. I do indeed. Um, but yeah, but Arsenal's going to score, no, no doubt. But um, oh, Grealish is just too good. Oh, Bellerin is just absolutely outrageous. What a terrible defender. Goodness me, Jack Reelish just bullied him. He has little him. moments, Bellerin, where he looks good. Um, that's because he spends fucking millions on his looks. That's why. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah, we're talking about football here, Mark. What a Not chief, like... isn't it? Oh. Have you, he's just such a. I said to Danny earlier, he just focuses on his appearance more than his actual game. Do you know what I mean? And he's yeah. he's regressed so much over the years; it's unbelievable. Like, you know, he thought he was some kind of fashionista. He's wearing these wristbands, trying to make himself look like he's from the eighties. Actually, just focus on your game instead of looking like a dickhead. Idiot. Anyway, sorry about that. Um, should we do results league? Yeah. To make me even more unhappy. Yeah, because I actually picked Arsenal to beat Aston Villa 2-0. Um, yeah, lots of lols. <laughs> um, Danny is absolutely dominating us on this, Mark. It's embarrassing. Look, I've only had one wrong so far. This embarrassing. Imagine Emba- I put bets on. Oh. Ah, well, you should do that instead of facing on fancy football index or whatever it's called. Um, so I went, uh, Mark, you went for, um, well done, this is coming up. You went for West Brom, didn't you? No, Leeds to beat Crystal oh, Palace 3 1. That will never happen because Leeds are terrible. Because of VAR. You got nil point. And then uh, Danny went for Spurs to beat West Brom 
3-1, but obviously they were always going to win. Very close win, though, just about. Just about um, yeah. Harry Kane's 150th Premier League goal. Yeah, so you got one away point as uh, well as a one point for the right result. Have we got our ones for, what is it, two weeks' time now? Yep, two, after the international break. Go on, Mark, you got one? Absolutely not. I don't even know what the fixtures are. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. I've not had a look at the fixtures. Dan, you got one ready? While we have a look? Uh, I don't have one ready, but I'm just oh, looking. Right. And, um, I'm going to do Arsenal to win, I think. Mark, you've gone very quiet. Have you taken your mic off? Have I? Can you hear me? Yeah, we're good. Um, Second. So I am, um, yeah, I'm having a look as well. Can you hear? This is such, ba- yeah, just Ars- very I'm quiet. Do Arsenal. I'm going to do Arsenal to beat Leeds. <laughs> why, why are you so quiet, Mark? I don't know. Where's your microphone? The same mic I've been using the whole. Yeah, don't know. Don't focus on it, Dan. Just carry on with the pod. Be professional. I'm not going to hear him. Be professional. <laughs> okay. Uh, just, well, while just, we're waiting for some just talk, just talk louder, Mark. I think Mark said something about Arsenal. He did. He wants to pick yeah. Arsenal to win. Oh, hey. Back. back. All right, Arsenal to beat uh, Leeds. And wow. Leeds concede loads, but they also score. So I'm going to do a nice 3-2 Arsenal. Wow. Arsenal don't score three goals in a game. That's ridiculous. <laughs> but we'll see how bad that Leeds defence really is. Mm, interesting. Dan? Um, I've got a few options here. It's an interesting game week, actually. I quite like that. That Aston Villa-Brighton game could go either way, couldn't it? Um, I do need to pick Villa. But I'm going to stick with my... I've picked an away team every single week so far. Um, and although I've already picked Fulham to lose a couple of times, they are useless. I think uh, Everton are going to have Richarlison back, I believe, from suspension. So I'm going to go for an Everton away win at Fulham. And I think they're going to win 3-1. Lovely. Someone how, put that in there. How do we not? Uh, how do we, do we not mention Fulham? And there, uh, uh, who cares? <laughs> well, well me, me, and, me and Chris were watching it, and we had <laughs> we both picked West Ham as our last man standing. Oh my god! Oh, so I got it. It was yeah. the last minute as well. Oh, I know, I know. It was so good. We were so drunk. West Ham so high should have been about thing. five. West Ham should have been about 5 0 up after six minutes. Oh. And, we, and Chris was like, it's not happening. It's one of those bad days at the office. I was like, Chris, it's been like seven minutes. Well, I could just I tell. Like I could just minutes. tell. Do you know what? Right. West Ham, without without um Antonio, honestly, they're just they're like a whole different side. They've got no focus. They've got no focal point. I mean, Haller is okay, but without without um Antonio, uh, yeah, just it's just not the same, is it? Mark, what score did you say, sorry, for the Arsenal Leeds? Three two, yeah. Three two, okay. And I'd love to pick West Ham away at Sheffield United, but they were just so piss poor. They, um, and it's also my birthday. Wee. But um, I'm gonna go. Oh, what do I want to do? Yeah, all right. I'm gonna go for Man United to beat West Brom. I nearly did that one. I'm gonna gonna go. I'm gonna gonna go three nil. Wow. Yeah. Is Bilic going to get the sack after that? Uh, probably not. I think he'll last the season. What's the point in it? True. It's been. Yeah. Uh, I like the. Um, it's been a nice week of uh, rants from um, managers this week. Did you see Bilic's one? No, I missed his one. Uh, he had a nice rant. He had a nice rant talking about. Um, he was saying, oh, everyone said we were going to be bottom of the league. Everyone said we we're going to be the worst team in the league. Are we bottom of the league? No, we're not bottom of the league." Yes, we're in the relegation zone, but only by a point. So you can all shut up. We're not bottom of the league. He's like, obviously, we want to win. It was brilliant in this press conference. Very good, seven bits. You see Ole, um, Ole's one. You yeah, his was earlier. I like that. I like, Finally, some fire from him. Finally got so like annoyed about something. I like to see that. Yeah. yeah. He was complaining yeah, about... He was trying to take uh, some of the stick from his players, or, like take the light off the players a bit. Good. What, was, what, what light off? They had a great win. What 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 was so bad? I think just in general, like it, Man United do get like even the commentary on their on their game, like when Man United went two one up, they're like Bruno Fernandez covering all the cracks at United. It was like, 
Do you know it's a bit it's a bit frustrating with Sky Sports. They're worse than us. They're so Man United centric, and they're probably part of why everything's getting so fueled with them. Because week in week out, we've got is Gary Neville and and, and um, Keane just Roy Keane just blasting Man United because they're so for some reason they're just so frustrated with the club, and I think that's probably fueling a lot of it because there's a lot yeah. of infighting. Yeah. I mean, why is it always so much Man United, Man United, Man United? Do you know what I mean? Can we um, quickly give a nod to probably the greatest signing since Bruno Fernandes and Hakim Ziyech? <laughs> officially, yesterday, for Chelsea, he created more chances in one game than any player has ever in the Premier League. No, that, that's some, that just sounds like a stupid stat. It is, isn't it? What does that mean? I don't know. He created more chances for a player in one game than ever before. I mean, for a single player? Or he just... From a single player. Obviously not everyone collectively. Don't even know what that he means. He said that on so match dumb. of the day, and I just thought that's just crazy. He, this, the guy has got a wonderful left foot, though. He's just awesome. Every cross looks like it's it's going to go in. Mm. There you go. You love it, then. We'll you? see it when it's not against Sheffield United, isn't it? It's one. It's Danny, Danny's Danny's boyfriend of the year. Like every season, there's one person where he decides. Yeah. Oh, this is the guy I'm going to have. Last a year, you know, this year it's the egg. But I've been saying it's. Talking about last year it was John McGinn. We talking about. That's true. I still love John McGinn. He's probably tearing you guys apart right now, I imagine. Uh, Greenish is pretty much taking this over, to be fair. Um, I don't know if you want to do the Champions League draft this week and get it out of the way, because we won't remember in two weeks' time. Uh, when is the next Champions League? Uh, not know, actually. Two weeks yet, good question. Well, um, well, I'll just put the scores on the doors for last week then. Yeah. Um, in last place is me again. You can clearly tell that I don't watch much Champions League because it's dreadful. Uh, with 240 points in the last game week. Um, Danny was second, actually, with 270 points. And Mark with an inspired switch to get Munch and Glad back in. Unbelievable. A whopping 500 Happy. points to take the overall lead. You kept giving me stick. You kept giving me stick. And <laughs> You putting him in, uh, you putting Munchen Glad back in, and me taking Liverpool out. The swing is like a twelve-goal swing. That's and, literally like yeah. a two. That's a two-thousand-point swing. <laughs> yeah. crazy. How much is a goal? A goal. A goal four is thirty. A goal. A goal, a goal four is thirty points. A goal that's against a is minus goal ten. Swing. Yeah. yeah. Um, a bad move. So I, hoping... I didn't even realise they were the early kickoff, and I looked and I saw six nil. I was like. Not even I could have. Like, been, I was like, <laughs> madness, absolutely madness. So that means that um, I've, I'm last on 850 points. Danny is second with uh, 1,315 points. And Mark has taken the lead with 1,370 points. So all to play a lot of points still in the game. So yeah. hopefully, I'm, I'm hoping that teams like Bayern Munich and Barca kind of take me later on to, to, to the promised land. But we'll see. Um, okay. I'm still still trying to figure out the scoring whether this is balanced or not. I don't know, but it's quite it's fun. It's fun, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I love it. It's great. How much how much has the bigger points made this much more of an enjoyable experience? Honestly, I think we should make it an official game. Make a way to play. <laughs> people will pay to play. Um, so because I'm lost, it means I get to change my team first. Um, and I had a look earlier, and I just can't bring myself to change anyone. So I'm just going to keep it as is. I'm keeping mine as is as well. Go on, Mark. What do you want to do? Um, What's this inspired choice? It's got Munching Glad back in then out again. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was I'm gonna keep my pop four teams. I do think I need to get rid of Lazio. Yeah. So let's have a look. Who let me talk I don't even know when the bloody fixtures are to even get them up. Well, yeah, but don't um, forget the fixtures are the same. So it's the mirror image fixtures of what just happened. Yeah, so you might want to keep Munching Glad back in. Or maybe switching yeah, with switch switching with um 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 uh, to Donetsk. So La- Lazio are going to be at home to Zenit, Mark. They were away at Zenit, not going to be at home. You have got United at, who are going to be at home to Besiktas here. You'd imagine United are going to come out trying to destroy them to get a like payback on them. They don't want to play like that again. Why is it awesome? Yeah, so but I, I I'm trying to keep. But if I swap Lazio out, I have to get a pop three team, don't I? So. Yeah. That's Dynamo Kiev. The pot, Danny, was a great idea, by the way. Thank you, thank you. Oh, this is not something you can just do on the fly, really, is it? No, well, really. you know what? Because there's, there's, no, um, there's no games for a few weeks before the next one. We'll just just do it, it. Yeah. We'll I, might, I might change it. I'm feeling impassioned today, so 
maybe once I've calmed down, I can think clearly. All right. Um, cool. Very good. Um, my game. I think we should, unless we've got any other talking points on the weekend. Nope. No. Lovely. All right. My game this week is based on a television program. Oh, I've got. Sorry, I just got one last thing about this football weekend. Oh, go on. Arsenal, so shit. <laughs> There's no shame in getting battered by Aston Villa. Everyone's going to go through it at some point. Um, so we've played lots of um, pointless with Mark, uh, but a game that we haven't played before is one that is usually really terrible, and I try not to watch. But catchphrase. Uh, it's tenable. Oh, have either of you watched Hannibal before? Uh, I have. Yeah. I I used to watch it a lot, and that, but now they just repeat. Like they haven't filmed any new ones yet. It's still on every day. So I just like yeah, Sandy. You Toxvig. get halfway through it, and you're like, you like who? who? Sandy Toxvig, the presenter. You mean uh, Warwick? Warwick Davis? Uh, you mean? Oh, I'm thinking of a whole different game. Warwick Davis, the short guy. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. thinking of I'm thinking of something else. The tenable, the way tenable works, as you, I guess you both know, maybe you don't, Chris. Is basically they pick a top ten of something. Yeah, I don't know the game. Yeah. yeah. So um, what I've done for this week is I've picked the top ten. Well, they're the only the top ten football teams from the Premiership and the Championship with a bird on their badge. So can I just say, someone's phone keeps vibrating. Might be mine. I'm gonna oh, move it. Thanks. Don't Carry worry, on. Chris. It's it's not it's not it's not getting <laughs> oh, worse just yet. Five nil. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so did you hear that? So this is the top ten football teams from both the championship and the premiership right now in the current leagues, uh, with a bird on their badge. So what we're gonna do okay. is you're gonna have uh, so you've got five goes each to try and get the top ten, and whoever gets the most wins. And there is a tiebreaker at the end, which I'm probably not going to need to use. Um, so I don't mind who starts. Who wants to go first? So we just say one name. One yeah, team. Even, you can just say one team name. All right. And it's um, either right and you get the point, or it's wrong and you don't. All right. Do you want to go first, Mark, or me? Uh, you can go. All right. So one I'm going to pick is uh, Tottenham Hotspurs. That is correct. Tottenham Hotspurs do have a bird on there. Yeah, let's start easy then. So I will go the club that's got the Liverbird on it, which is Liverpool. Liverbird, yeah, Liverbird, Liverbird, whichever one. Correct, Chris. Um, I feel like I'm gonna get. I feel like they're tricking me here, but I'm gonna have to go for um Norwich. That is correct. The Canary. The they have a Canary on there. Canaries. Well done. So I'm gonna stick with the Premier League. Just wipe my way down. Uh, oh, do they actually have one on their badge? Why don't you ask them? Well, because I'm going off their nicknames now, and I'm like, oh, actually, do the Eagles have an eagle on it? So I'll go with Crystal Palace. That is correct. They do have an eagle on their badge. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> The problem is I don't, I can't remember teams from the from the championship necessarily when I remember. So I don't know if there's any more in the Premier League. There's ten, right? No hints, Danny. Mm. <laughs> Not saying anything. This is from the Premiership and the Championship. There's one I've got in my head, and I'm is it just wrong? Oh god, I can't I can't really think of anything else. Um so I'm gonna have to go Brighton. The Seagulls. They do have a yeah. seagull on oh, their badge, correct? Right. That's yes. the one I was going to go for now. Very yeah. good, very good. This is good, I'm impressed. Because they've got, Brighton have got like half a, a tree on it as well, and it or something like that. Just the seagull, just a blue circle. Oh, what am I thinking of then now? All right, I'm kind of getting to my last one here, and it's going off nicknames again. So I'm hoping the swans have a swan on it. So I'm going to go with Swansea. They do have a swan, indeed. Swansea, good guess. Very good. How many is that? Six we got. Three all. Three all. Now it gets tough. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Very tough. Very tough. Very tough. I want to look at the list of team names, but that will just come up with badges. There's no. There's yeah. There's no way of doing that without. Yeah. Um, Because you know, you asked like yesterday Mark you mentioned there was a thing where Trent Alexander-Arnold couldn't name all 20 Premier League teams when you're put on the spot I can't think of any of them now I'm just like <laughs> so many things that are going tough. through my head it's right tough. now 
Um, certainly not Watford because they got some things. Um, the, 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 I mean, I can think of ones where they've got animals with wings, like like Cardiff because they like dragons. Um, does that count as a bird? A dragon? Yeah. Are you, you going to submit what, the You can <laughs> say whatever you want to say, Chris. I'm not, I'm not going to influence your decision. Um, oh, this is tough, isn't it? I can't think of anything. Boop. Oh, this is tough. I'm going to go for... Sorry, guys, this is tough. I'm going to go for... Uh, why is this so difficult, man? I'm just, I'm just going to yell out a name and just hope for the... Oh, I'll go for Cardiff. Cardiff City are known as the Bluebirds. And they have a blue bird on their <laughs> <Yeah>. back. <laughs> That's an unbelievable shout. Yes. Oh. Unbelievable shout. Oh, I feel like I'm in unknown territory here because I'm trying to... Did you, did you have I that one, Mark? When you said Cardiff, I was like, yeah, I think they do have... Uh, well, I'm go- I was going off nicknames. So, oh, How's that not a penalty? Let's just rule out the Premier League. So Arsenal, no. Liverpool said... Tottenham, we've said. Man City, no. Uh, Man United, no. Um, Leicester, no. Villa, no. Leeds, no. Palace, we've said. Brighton, we've said. Um, West Ham, no. Um, That must be it for the Premier League, then. Are you looking at the Premier League list on your phone, Chris? No, fantasy football. No. Sheffield United, no. Newcastle, no. Um, Ah, mum. I don't even know now. We've dipped into the the championship. So... Come on. I'm going to... I don't know. I'm just going to guess here. I'm going to... No, I don't. I was going to say Portsmouth. But, uh, um, They're not in the championship. Yeah. I was trying. I can't even remember what their badge looks like. Bournemouth, no. I'm trying to think where you see birds, isn't it? And I'm like, they always, I always think of like coastal. The Portsmouth Ooh. badge actually doesn't have a bird. It's like a blade of some kind. I don't know. Yeah. It's a knife. It's rough down there. <laughs> Come on, Mark. Yeah. On the game. Right. Um, I don't even remember what West Brom is. I'm just going to say West Brom. That is outrageous. West Brom is correct. Oh, West no. Brom, I had a feeling. I, I, I was like, the baggies, have they got like... Oh, that? no. Oh, that's West a great Brom shot. do, in fact, have a, a oh. bird on them. Oh. What's that, four <laughs> each? That is four all. There's two left. Oh, what are we doing I here? I can this tell is you a, guys unbelievable there is, techers. one of them is a championship <laughs> team and one of them is a premiership team. Oh. Oh, oh why would you say that? Oh, Danny. Man. Um, <laughs> so the only one I, I can think of from the by Premier the way, League. By the way, it's a songbird. Oh, I meant to say on the West Brom badge. It's a, right. It's awesome. Yeah. It's the Hawthorn. Yeah, the Hawthorn. It's, oh, yeah, it's the Hawthorn. a... a yeah. Yeah, the bird on the Hawthorne. Yeah, I remember from my badge again now. There's two teams I'm thinking of from the Premier League. Um, I'm going to get this so wrong. Um, trying to think of the starting, the opening to match of the day, innit? Um, I'm going to go for Fulham. That is incorrect. Oh, Fulham, oh chance. So, Mark, this is your chance to win it. All right, let's work down the Premier League. Then. You just worked League down the whole bloody. You just Premier did League. that, man. Just say an answer. Just say an answer. Yeah, yeah, but I never said West Brom last time, did I? And then it was like, all right. Uh... This is this is a big one. This is the I can't believe we've done this well. I'm really, I'm really amazed. You guys have got eight out of eight out of ten so far. You'd be doing well on tenable. 
I don't know if they're championship, but I'm just going to go with Sheffield Wednesday. Why have you gone with Sheffield Wednesday? Because they're that the Owls. One. That was the one I was thinking of. <laughs> I kept, oh, no. They are the Owls, and they have a big blue owl on the Sheffield Wednesday oh, badge. Oh, no. <laughs> That is an unbelievable shout, Mark. Yeah. I, was, I, was, I weren't too sure about if Leeds have a bird or not. That's 5-4 to Mark. He wins it. You got all five, Mark. The one you <laughs> missed, the one you missed, which I never would have got in a million years. Is it Chelsea? It's Burnley. Burnley um, have a stalk on the top of their badge. Ah. Oh, and it's oh, because man. from their town's... I can't even think it. I... Literally, I think I thought of all 19 Premier League teams that wasn't Burnley. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I did have a tiebreaker, which we can still do if you want. Yeah, go uh, on. It's, it's just a quick one. It was um, the closest number wins. How many of the current Premier League clubs have Lions on their badge? Oh, um, just guess. The three. That's correct. I'll go four. That's yeah. correct. It was three. Aston Villa, yeah. Aston Villa, Chelsea. Chelsea. I can't remember the other. Uh, I looked at it earlier. Very good. Ah oh, man, I'm always on the wrong end of these like close games. Like it's different if I get blown away, but fucking hell. Well, I didn't even think of Burnley. Good game. Mm. Burnley have. I just had to roll the dice on Sheffield Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, so well done. Burnley have the weirdest badge. They've got that stalk on top. They've got a lion in it. They've got these random staircase. They've got bees on it. It's just the weirdest badge. I've never really noticed it before, but it's very odd. I'm just looking at it now. It looks like something out of like. A Nintendo game. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's weird. I, oh. I can't think of Burnley. And they I got a, they got a line it. on it as well. Yeah, they got everything on it. They're <laughs> going for the works. Honestly. Anyway. Uh, oh, that's the other Enjoy one with the line. Yeah, that's the third one with the line. Uh, congratulations, Mark. Um, right. What's left? Front three, back four? Uh, front three, back four, unless we've got anything else. No, why don't you go first, Chris? I will indeed. Um, in my front three this week is Borough Market. In it then, in it, Mark. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we did we did lockdown proper, and we went down to Borough Market, and my goodness, it's busy. <laughs> yeah. We got a cart. We got a carton of um, uh, two pints beers. It was uh, yeah, it was quite nice, wasn't it? Fairness, it was our daily exercise. We we didn't we weren't one of those that hung around. No, we walked so we walked down there, which was about an hour or so, and then we just wandered around. But you know, for all the people that I understand we're in a pandemic and we're having lockdown and what have you, but for for the people that are being stuck in their room or their houses and they're suffering and, and, and being quite anxious about getting outside, I think I don't know, like I'm not a scientist or or I just put to be one on TV, but you need to get outside and, and and just look at the state of affairs and, and realise it's not as bad as you think. Like, Just get out there, get some fresh air, get a couple of beers in, you know, treat yourself. And the guy who sold us the beers was like, oh, thank you very much for supporting my business. So we felt quite good about ourselves after buying a beer, even though we were buying it because we fancied the beers. beers were in, like, milk cartons. They look cool. Yeah, they were great. Yeah. And we're walking down, it was like being a celebrity because, like, everyone was looking at us being like, wow, what are they? So... That was quite nice. I like to be jeered at. Nice. Uh, in my back four this week is NFL tackling. Today, yeah. yeah, well, today, once again, a player, a quarterback, Carl Allen for the Washington football team, had was the second player this season to have his leg broken in half and his ankle twisted and all that other stuff. It's ridiculous. Like, Dak Prescott had it um, a few game weeks back, and now we have another uh, quarterback who's just had his bloody foot pointing in a different direction. And it's just, I, I just don't understand why NFL players are just such poor tacklers. But it's something that they teach from such an early age just to be shit tacklers. If they just adopted some of the um, rugby kind of ideas and initiatives, they always want to make this game safer because they have these super, super supreme athletes who are just massive launching themselves at players at all different angles but continually just just everyone is just getting absolutely career-ending injuries because they have no control over themselves it's just ridiculous what do you think the answer is do they need rugby coaches out there 
they need to learn how to tackle. Use your, the, the difference between using your arms and not using your arms is so massive. Your arms are for leverage and it's to make sure that you hit the person, but you also do it in a, in a safer manner as possible. When, when you take your arms out of the way and just launch yourself like a missile, especially because, I mean, rugby is different. You don't get it as much in rugby because it's head on head collision. So you can have, you have the ability to kind of negotiate being hit. You can see it coming. But at the NFL, it's at every angle. But if they just use their arms, they'd, they'd have a better chance at, um, at uh, not injuring each other so much. But yeah, I don't know. It's ridiculous. Take the helmets away too. It's pointless. Well, I don't know. According to the uh, the concussion, whatever it is, the helmets is the only thing saving them. That's because they use their heads as, as to hit people. I mean, they need to stop doing that. Well, they, they, that is illegal now. I mean, I they took, the reason they can't do a rugby tackle is because they've got their helmets on. They're not going to be able to get their head on the outside and hit them with the shoulder. That's because they've got shoulder pads on. It's because they've got shoulder pads and they've got helmets on. It's just stupid. Fair but enough. There you go. Especially when you see all these people's feet just going at different angles. It's not, it's not, uh, it's not a good sight to see. Shall I go next? Go on, then. Have you got two, then? I have got two. Well, I've got one of each, so just in case Mark takes it, I thought is, I'd go. Is anyone doing the election or no? Uh, mine is half election related. All right, good. How um, glad are we that that Trump's in? Uh, no? All right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just you. Do you know why Trump had to leave the uh, White House? Because it's for Biden. Dear me. All right, go on, Danny. And on that note, um, so my front three this week... Uh, is uh, election related and it's specifically um, the Four Seasons Total Landscaping Shop in Philadelphia. Did you see this news? No. It's possibly my favourite bit of news that I've seen all election, in fact maybe all year. So um, Rudy Giuliani who is the old mayor of New York, he was the advisor to Trump, guy who got done by um, Borat uh, he was giving a sort of pro-Trump thing today, this morning, or yesterday in America, I think it was. Um, his men- they were doing a big thing about how the votes, you know, suing them, big announcement. Anyway, they were supposed to have booked the Four Seasons to do their big press, annu- press announcement. They accidentally booked the Four Seasons garden shop in Philadelphia. <laughs> so then when they contacted the Four Seasons, they went, no, absolutely not. You can't come and do a, a rally and a speech about how you're still winning. So they went down to the garden centre. They stood in a car park. And this garden centre was in between a sex shop and a crematorium. And they stood there and they did their big speech in a car park. And it was absolutely fantastic. It's exactly what you want to see from the Trump campaign. That's how you should finish every election. <laughs> Disgracefully, isn't it? Yeah, it was just <laughs> perfect. It was just such a, like, you couldn't write that. It was so perfect. Uh, so that was my front three. Uh, and in my back four this week uh, is Minx. So I don't know if either of you saw the news today. Ray Lynx. Minx, the animals, the little little animals. Minx. Oh, not that little. They're like ferrets. Um, uh, no, I, you, you could have said they're as big as an elephant. I'd have no idea still. Oh, a mink is sort of a bit like a hamster ferret type animal. Oh. Anyway, um, in Denmark they have found a new strain of COVID-19. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> it's quality. <yeah. laughs> the picture of him in the car park. So weird, honestly. Uh, so they have found a potentially a new strain of COVID-19 that has mutated in minks. Oh my gosh. And in Denmark, which is they're obviously concerned about and is dangerous. Um, so Denmark have culled all farming of minks and they're going to kill off all the minks in Denmark urgently for fear of it spreading. So Do you reckon that's going to lower the cost of the coats because it's going to make so much? Well, I did wonder about that. <laughs> there's a lot less minks to go around. Or there's so many minks because they're all killed that maybe coats will become cheap. Um, but my back four this week is COVID-19 in a weird and wonderful way through minks. It's never ending this. No. Go on, Mark. Finish us off. All right. So, uh, I've got a couple so if i start with my uh i'll start with my back four so uh did any of you see the the metro driver in holland uh in netherlands that crashed no so the metro crashed no that's why i said my back four however it was saved by a plastic whale fin i don't know if it's definitely worth googling the photo 
randomly i did see and, that yeah so the train has come off the rails of this bridge and it got caught by this whale fin it's like it looks like something off a movie I, at first i thought it was like deliberate was it an actual whale? it's not an actual whale no no it's a big plastic art sculpture but it ca- it caught the uh the tram from like falling and hitting the hitting the floor but yeah definitely worth googling the photo i wouldn't even know how to google it what am i writing netherlands (laughs) or just yeah just put like dutch metro dutch metro whale oh wow (laughs) oh my goodness oh wow (laughs) oh my goodness that's like someone off a movie they should leave that there forever. Go on, Mark. Were you frozen? All right. No, no, no. I was just letting you absorb it. My front three, I, I'll be let's, quick. Let's all watch. Uh, let's all look at this in silence. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, so front three, uh, it's just, uh, it's football related, but uh, real poor, football poor related. GAA football. Cork beat Kerry today with a, a last-minute extra-time goal to get through to the Munster final, which is on the 22nd of November. But it's the first time Cork have beat Kerry since 2012. So Kerry sounds like a, Sounds dominate. like an Irish husband and wife. <laughs> yeah. Kerry and Dublin dominate football uh, when, it, when it comes to, to, to the GAA. So uh, Cork getting a last-minute goal in extra time was just... Uh, Oh, it was an unreal game. But yeah, the final against Tip is on 22nd of November. So I'm right. glad there's got nothing to do that day. Right. Lovely. Um, international break. So we'll be watching the Nations League and we'll watch England dominate and win the Nations playing, League, I believe. Playing number one in the world. Oh, wow. Belgium. We beat them last time, didn't we? No, we lost to them in the twice in the World Cup. No, oh. didn't we? We, we just beat, beat them in the Nations League. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Beat them like Are we playing them again? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I was thinking of the World Cup. I See, what happens in the Nations League is you play the same team six times and they take the best three results <laughs> and then you get the points for those. Uh, yeah, then the yeah. points go towards your group stage in the World Cup. <laughs> right, yeah. right, right, right. Obviously. Right. Obviously, yeah, finally makes sense to me now. Yeah, very good. All right, so we'll be watching that. Um, I don't know if that will inspire a pod next week, but we will let you know. Right, catch up soon. Take care. See you later. Bye. Be well. Bye. 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 Night. Bye. Bye.